Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, listen, there will be no vote today with the Regulation Review Committee. Uh, They were going to decide on that 2035 deadline for... Um, stopping sales of new gas-powered vehicles here in Connecticut. And the co-chair of that committee, Senator John Kissel from Enfield, joining us now, Brian and company. Uh, Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Brian. I'm great. I hope your whole uh, listening audience is fabulous today. Yeah, I mean, you got a nice little jump in your step. Um, Listen, in terms of how and when you found out about this, how how did your late afternoon go yesterday? Well, we had a caucus amongst ourselves and Senate Republicans, but... Uh, there was the understanding that the governor's office was reaching out and uh, trying to do a head count, seeing if any votes might change. Uh, but all along this process, we've been sort of trying to get a feel for where people were, and uh, the votes simply weren't there to pass these regulations. Now, a lot of the justifications are, you know, they simply just want the broader body to, to weigh in on this. And, and is your assumption that this will be legislated in the next session? Yeah, I, I heard from Speaker Ritter that one of the things is looking at other states, New Mexico, Colorado, that actually have a little bit of a belt and suspenders uh, provisions in there as well. Uh, I think some of the people that were uncomfortable with the regulations felt that the grid, uh, the electricity grid, our infrastructure just wasn't up to speed. Uh, and also the costs were prohibitive. Uh, maybe down in Fairfield County, they have the financial wherewithal to to go in this direction, but certainly in the rest of Connecticut. I don't even have a garage on my house, Brian. And so, you know, this notion that I'd have to charge some vehicle in a heated garage, I'd have to build a garage first. And, yeah. You know, and just the cost of the distribution network as well as the uh, transmission network and the substations, it's, this is going to be hundreds and hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. So, you know, I, obviously you can take this yourself, but you may be your caucus. You're not against having some sort of, glide path toward this with, well, with, to be, with to be very honest brian this doesn't comport with my philosophy on government uh i'd rather see the free market uh, uh take care of this if mm-hmm. people want to go in this direction they can i'm not totally convinced that anything that we do here in connecticut is going to have any kind of impact on air quality let alone the global alleged uh warming and you can debate that till the cows come home uh, until nations like China and India make huge infrastructure changes, uh, the global climate issue is not going to be resolved. And so with all that in mind, uh, I'm very mindful that it's just super expensive to live in Connecticut. And I don't believe that the government should be forcing anybody to buy any kind of certain vehicle. If you want to, that's great. If you don't, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't wholly agree with everything you said. I do. I think market-based, pure market-based solutions are 
always the best solution. I do think that collectively, if everybody does something, even though it's small, then collectively there is an impact. But I do, I yeah, do. I, I, but but again, Brian, there's a cost-benefit analysis that has to take place. I mean, if we all wore motorcycle helmets, there would be less head injuries. But do we want a world that's like that? Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, that's why we have the show is so we can have those opinions and and those mild disagreements. No, I mean, because I respect that. I'm so bashful. I'm so bashful about my opinions. <laughs> no, I think it's perfect to have these conversations. It's what's important about it because you know what grates on me is somehow this becomes a partisan conversation, which I think is I don't want to say dumb, but it's unfortunate because I think there are real issues in the macro that are are bigger than DNR when it comes to these kinds of conversations. Well, I mean, if you uh, if you go with the fundamental proposition, do we? We want cleaner air. I think everybody would like cleaner air. And for a variety of reasons, maybe we should wean ourselves off of oil and, and, and fuels like that just because of the folks in the Middle East that have a lock on a lot of this. So we don't want to be beholden to a lot of deplorable nations. So that's a good reason to do it. I'm a little up in the air as far as the scientists going both ways on climate change, but that's just me. Uh, but again, I just look at the map of Connecticut and there's just a lot of people struggling to make ends meet right now, and it's getting worse. It's not getting better. And so I'd rather have this go uh, by the market. You know, when we went from horse-drawn carriages to automobiles, that all took place just because people wanted to go in that direction. Yeah. Government never mandated it. So I think we should just let the, the good people of Connecticut make up their own minds, look at their pocketbooks, and figure out what they can afford and, and do what they want. It's a fair point. We're talking with Senator John Kitzel, who uh, is the co-chair of that regulation <laughs> review committee. No, it is. I mean, I, there's no doubt about it uh, that that's the conversation we should be having. Uh, I want to ask you from your perspective, is there a fissure, you know, between Democrats at the Capitol and the governor? I mean, th this was not a rubber stamp move. It was interesting. that, And I also think the nuance of, like, you have an overwhelming minority, but at the same time, here's a committee where it was even Stephen and, and, and you sort of won out. Well, in the Constitution of the state of Connecticut, they provide for an evenly split regulations review committee. And I also greatly admire the, uh, there's a lot of Democrats, both in the House and the Senate, but particularly Joan Hartley and Kathy Austin on our committee, that are not afraid to use their own intellect to try to analyze issues. They're not going to be knee-jerk on party-line vote one way or another. And again, it depends on where your district is. And if you're outside of Fairfield County, where there seems to be a lot of wealth, uh, these things are just not easy decisions. And folks, the infrastructure is just not there. You couldn't put electric vehicles, two vehicles per house, up and down your street without having to completely overhaul the transmission and distribution uh, networks in that area, is my guess. And that's millions and millions of dollars. So we're not just talking about your personal finances. We're talking about bills that are going to be coming to you in your mail for the utilities. And there's a lot of ramifications here. Yeah. So I just say, you know, you go into a supermarket, how much uh, free-range eggs can you afford or can you afford the regular eggs? A lot of this is just balancing with your own personal finances. And I just want to trust my constituents. And I know up here in north-central Connecticut, we struggle, I struggle. I'm not complaining, poor mouse, but I don't have a garage on my house. I'm not complaining, but, you know, what the, what they want everybody to have is not what everybody does have. Yeah. Uh, so we're basically, this makes the next session a little more interesting, I guess. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I actually had an opportunity. We're very gracious of the governor and Commissioner Dykes to come up to Enfield a couple of weeks ago, met with me and Representative Arnone. We toured a facility that makes chargers for EVs. And I said, hey, listen. 
this really should be a, it's a huge decision. It should be before the full legislature. And if there's other states that have sort of other uh, qualifications to, and hurdles that have to be overcome so that the people feel more reassured, I think they have a better chance of getting the Democrats over that, that might be on the fence uh, over on their side. I'm not saying that they're going to pull me over. I just believe in the free market uh, in this particular instance, especially with a huge uh, change to the way you run your household and the bills that you're going to encounter. Uh, but they may be able to get the majorities in the House and Senate if they have some other parameters on these proposals. Yeah, we'll be watching. Hey, listen, we really appreciate the time, Senator Kissel. We hope you have a great day. You too, Brian. Happy holidays. And same to you, uh, Senator John Kissel, of course, the co-chair of that regulation review committee that will not vote on this basically ban on selling new gas-powered vehicles by 2035. It doesn't mean the issue's done. I mean, that part, Mark Pazniokas' best point was that, you know, if it had v- was voted down, then it's kind of done. In, in this case, the, you can pretty much be guaranteed there'll be a, a, some sort of legislation coming through uh, that's a little bit different than that outright ban by 2035. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.